morning, everybody, and a happy Wednesday to you all. And I hope that it is, obviously, the last 24 hours in this small little golfing world. Or maybe it's not so small, as we learned yesterday. Our king, our pride, Tiger Woods, obviously, uh, went down with a horrific injury. But, thankfully, this morning, we've gotten a little bit more light into his situation. And it certainly sounds like he's not going to lose his life. Let's just start there. And we'll worry about all the rest in a, in a couple of years, a couple of months. However long it takes, if we get Tiger Woods back and just as part of the game, he doesn't even have to play. Just as part of the game, we will all be better for it, all of those that are golf fans at least. So let's go ahead and try and do our best to move past that and take a look at this week's WGC Workday Championship. Really good event, a really good field, a great showcase as to what the game has to offer now. And what the game is going to offer in the future with so many great young stars. Obviously, most of these golfers, including myself talking right now, got into the game because of Tiger Woods. So, obviously, everybody's thoughts and prayers will be with him and his family this week as he tries to recover from an injury. Now, here this week to play is almost every good golfer in the world except for Tiger. And, well, yes, I would throw in Jordan Spieth there as well because that's just who I am. So we've got a bunch of different options. This is one of my PGA DFS top five videos. If you weren't already sure of that, clicking on the sleeper portion, of course. This is the top five sleepers for the WGC Workday Championship last week. Well, my sleepers didn't do all that great. Although Jordan Spieth gave me my best performance. Will Zalatoris came in the lowest own that he was going to and also had a nice top 15. Both him and Spieth tied there. So those were very good ones. But Justin Thomas, not so great. Colin Morikawa ended up making the cut. As you see, he's the poster boy of my article again here this week, and we'll go into exactly why. But Justin Thomas and Joel Damon, certainly out of form and uh, missed the cut here last week. So let's jump into my top five sleepers for this week. And yes, I'm going to start off with Colin Morikawa right again. Here's why. It's pretty simple. He's the only golfer that's priced above or at 9000 that's lower than 10% ownership. Every single other golfer up here is owned at least 10%. And listen, Morikawa, sure, he's got a new putting grip that certainly affected his game last week. He lost almost eight strokes on the green, but equally, he almost gained eight strokes on his approaches. So if we get that this week, we've got certainly, I would consider, an easier green surface to putt on for Morikawa, at least, being Bermuda. I don't think Bermuda is as tough to putt on as Poas. I think bad putters... Like Morikawa, end up putting better on Bermuda because they're easier to hold, they're easier to read. A lot of things that go into that. Also, he's a good Jack Nicholas golfer, a golf course golfer. How do I say that? Well, he's good on Jack Nicholas golf courses. How about that? Having won at Muirfield not too long ago, of course, the concession is uh, a Jack Nicholas design. That is said to have their green complexes really rival that of Muirfield. So if he won that one at Muirfield, then why not here? Also, the event that he won at Muirfield was sponsored by Workday. This event sponsored by Workday. Again, I'm just coming up with a couple narratives that sound fun. They're not really analytical by any stretch. They just sound fun. More reasons to why I'm playing him here this week. Second golfer I want to talk about is a guy that likely would be a lot higher owned if he had played the last couple of weeks. But because he's been where in the world has Sung J.M. been? He's only been going two weeks. We feel like that's a ton, but in reality, it's not at all. He's only coming in at 8% owned because of that. $8,800 may be a little bit pricey. People would rather pay the $300 or save the $300, 
go get somebody like Scotty Scheffler, something like that. But I think there's an opportunity. We've seen Sung Jam obviously have his win in Florida at the Honda Classic. People have kind of compared the toughness of this course to the Honda Classic. So Sung Jam firmly in play for the me this week at 8% owned. Look at his strokes gain rank this year. 17th off the tee, 62nd on the approaches. That is really good for him given the fact that he had last year one of the best short games in the world. Hasn't been that this year, though. 195 around the green and 91 putting. So when that starts to flip again, which again, I really think it'll start here this week, back on Bermuda, watch for Sung JM to end up in the top 10 here this week. All right, now to come, not to complete, because I'm not playing Victor Hovland in the sleepers portion of it, but the second of portion of the three-headed monster that I'm going to talk about here is Matthew Wolf. His price just continues to come down. Now a 3% owned at a WGC no-cut event, I think it's a perfect opportunity to start to look at this guy. I have not played him much since at all. Maybe nothing more than 5 or 10% has not made it in a big dollar lineup. But here, this week, with everyone heading to Harris English, I think long-term Harris English versus Matthew Wolf. I think most people would probably pick Matthew Wolf Here this week, maybe not everybody. Clearly not everybody. In fact, maybe not anybody, right? Well, 3% owned coming in, especially with his off-the-team numbers, have been so bad. But through the West Coast swing, the courses are just much harder to hit the fairways. They are a lot uh, shorter or, how do I say, narrower. Sorry, the words are starting to come to me as I had my coffee about 20 minutes ago. So the words are starting to come to me. They're much narrower there on the West Coast. Here in at concession this week, they aren't going to be narrow. Plus, he hits the ball so far. He's going to have a lot of those 300-plus carries this week that he'll easily be able to do, which should even open the fairways up even more. So Matthew Wolf coming in 7,600 this week. Okay, so now coming down to my top two sleepers of the week, and maybe I should have saved Morikawa for the first part. I've been trying to mix it up in which ways I give you guys the information. Next one I'm going to talk about is Victor Perez. This guy is ranked number 30th in the world, and he is your total boom or bust. Very similar to actually the PGA Tour golfer that I'm going to talk about last. Very boom or bust. Victor Perez, he's got three top 10s in his last seven starts. Also, Three missed cuts and a 40th. So, again, really boomer bust. Now, here this week, guaranteed four rounds. A guy that we know can light it up in a hurry. He's only going to come in 2% owned and provides, in my opinion, an extremely good pivot off of Abraham Answer, who's projected to come in around 20%. The other boomer bust guy that I want to talk about from the PGA Tour, I had an option between these two, Cameron Champ and Sebastian Munoz. I picked Champ. Because I think that driving distance may end up benefiting him more here this week than it does uh, in normal places. We'll see if that ends up coming out. But the fact that he's only 3% owned, many people don't know. He just withdrew last week because he couldn't get out of Houston. Similar to Abraham Answer and Sergio Garcia. Champ actually decided to withdraw rather than trying to go to the event and play. So he had an extra week off. Now granted, he's coming off of a string of missed cuts. The form doesn't look great. What better spot to jump on him than almost min price, 6500 at 3% owned? Sounds pretty good for a guy that's ranked ninth in strokes gained off the tee this year, 86 on approach. Obviously, the short game, well, that's struggling. Maybe the switch to Bermuda will help that come back. 180th around the green and 236 putting. So that is going to wrap up my PGA DFS top five sleepers for the Workday Championship. Let's go ahead and review them 5-1. to one. Cam Champ. Victor Perez, Matthew Wolf, Sung J.M., and Colin Morikawa. So good luck this week. Again, at the WGC Workday, we've got Bay Hill in Orlando next week. Again, just about the same distance 
from me as a Bradenton. And then we get the big one, the Players' Championship up in Jacksonville. Two Millionaire Makers that going on that week. So a lot to play for, a lot to be excited about in this Florida Swing. So welcome to it. Of course, if you're looking for more content, make sure you like and subscribe to this channel so you can get notified when these videos come live. So until the next one, my PGA DFS top five fades for the WGC Workday. We'll see you on the other side, everybody. Good luck this week.